Good evening, Mr. Doggett. Good evening, Mr. F. Grave. And if you're listening to this in the morning, good morning, Mr. Doggett. Yeah, good morning, Mr. F. Grave. Because we yeah. can't control when people listen to this. We can only control what we say right now, but we can't necessarily be accurate to what people are listening at what time they're listening. No, you're right. Exactly. So if we just give all the options, then we've covered all the bases. Yeah. All the bases. And then just a simple hello. Hello, Glyn. Hello, David. We've done it. We've done it. It's fine. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for joining us for another More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. It's good to have you here with us. Uh, and yeah. tonight uh, is the Dan Renton Skinner podcast. It is, yes. And, um, and a really, really interesting chat. And I know we probably yeah. say the same thing before every chat so far, but it genuinely was. And it was lovely to talk to him about um, the creation of Angelos Epithemu and, and everything about his career and, and what he's done. Yeah, and he's another one of those people, and we say it during the conversation, but, you know, I do really, really like his work, like the one yes. we did prior to this with Martin Treneman. Uh So it is, I mean, one thing, it's nice that he is so nice, because that's always a relief yes. when you like someone. But, yeah, it's it's just nice to see and hear the care that he takes in it. And, yeah, I, yeah. It's, I mean, like we were saying, it's sort of a combination of, you know, real, real talent, some lucky yeah. uh, circumstances, but it's nice... You know, when you, you you speak to someone and you go, and I know we we do say this in the chat, I don't, I say that we've sort of, um, you know, a bit jealous, but I don't feel jealousy for him in the sense that I just think it's really nice that that has happened that way for a person who is good, who is nice, who is yeah, kind. Yeah, they deserve, they deserve it. They deserve yeah. that success, don't they? Because of yeah. the, the, you know, yeah. And it shows, it shows in how how approachable he's been every time he's come to every gig and, and in the chat yep. we have. Uh, so I think we should go right in and listen to that chat now. Oh, I think we should, yes. Yeah, right, let's do it. Right now, then. How are you, fellas? We're good. Yeah, how, how are you? you? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just saying that um, this is dragging on a bit for me now, this lockdown. And yeah. uh, I'm starting to go a bit mad. Um, and you, when you sort of think that the end is in sight and then there's just, it's like, it's like trying to walk out of a mountain range, yes. you know, you get over mm. a mountain and then you go, ah, oh, that's the one. And then yeah. you just yeah. see a load more and you go, oh, yeah, fuck. I know it's horrible. It, and you start, you start off with all the best intentions, especially uh, for myself with the kid, with, uh, ch- with children, with homeschooling, you start off with all the best intentions. It's all planned out. Everything, right. It's going to be about four or five weeks. And then. The longer it goes on, the more you just think, yeah. I just can't be bothered. I just, I can't, just can't keep lost. doing this. I yeah, can't, yeah. You know, it just gets yeah. boring. Part of it is it's boring. Yeah. Whereas in my house, it's party time. No kids, anything. I'm just having the time of my life. It's <laughs> booze. <laughs> booze and drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh, there yeah. it is. We'll hide the drugs, though. Don't, don't show yeah. the drugs. Yeah, don't show, well, there's, some, there's some vitamins. Some vitamins there. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Prescription drugs. Yeah, all the, all the usual. Yeah. Um, well, um, we might as well just go straight into things, really. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, go straight in. So um, how did you start out? Because uh, I know you were part of the Dutch Elm Conservatoire, oh, weren't yeah. you? So. Yes, I, I was part of... Um, well, I, I originally, um, I, I just happened to... I happened to walk into... Uh, I don't know if you've heard, ever heard of Ken Campbell, but he was a um, sort of theatrical practitioner. He was a bit of a madman and a lunatic. Hmm. Um, and he was a real sort of disruptor and um um but he was a genius and i just happened to walk into one of his rehearsals when he was putting on this play um called the warp which was a 24-hour play right um bloody hell down in down in london bridge it was, it was actually his daughter daisy who was um who was doing it but ken was always lurking in the background and just making sure because he was hmm. part of because when they originally put it on in the 70s he was 
you know, he put it together. So they were reviving it. And I went into this rehearsal room and he said, oh, come in, come in. You can play this part because it, <laughs> right. it's a 24 hour play. Like there's thousands of parts. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I sort of started, I started doing that really. And, and just mucking around. And then when I was there doing that, I met two guys uh, who became, and we became, you know, three of the Dutch Young Conservatoire. Mm. And then we, and then one of them knew somebody else and somebody knew somebody else. And then we became five. Right. And we were five originally, and we were all from really different backgrounds. So it was, it was quite novel. Mm. Um, we were five originally because we were just wanted to be able to do stuff, but go off and the, it was still have enough people to, you know, do our right. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. we'd go off and then, but that never happened. None of us ever went off. So we were <laughs> five, there was five of us. And then um, we decided to go out to Edinburgh. And this is, I was so naive back then when they said we've got to go to Edinburgh. And I was like, why? What, what is up there? I didn't, <laughs> I, I'd never, I didn't really yeah. know anything about the Edinburgh Festival. Right. They said, we've got to go and do that. I went, oh, okay. Um, so we went up there. We did our show 10.45 at night. Um, and then we'd ended up doing three years of Edinburgh, and which is a miracle, really. Five blokes, yeah. all from very different backgrounds yeah. um, and just different places in our life, all managing to keep this thing together for, for three or four years. Yeah. Um, and in the second year where we did it, we got nominated for the Perrier Award, um, which was really cool back yeah, then. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's still cool now. I don't know what it's called now. I was, it, was, yeah. it was the Fosters, wasn't it? And then it's become something else now, isn't it? I yeah, it was the Fosters. Fosters. It was Perrier it. sounds a lot cooler, though. It sounds a lot Well, the posher. Perrier was the original, wasn't it? That, that yeah, was the, that's it. You know, yeah. That was the one that I remember um, or remember hearing about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was cool. And then, um, and, then, and then that went on. And then I did a double act. Um, and then I just fucked around for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah were you actually coming were you coming from a, an acting background right before all of that would you not like really. walking in, I, were you an actor i was or? i was coming from i just wanted to do stuff you know i just wanted okay. to do i didn't really know what I, I i knew i wanted to do comedy and and mm, yeah. act and what have you but i just didn't know how to do that i didn't know mm. how to i wouldn't know how how to get into do a casting or or or, yeah. or an audition so I just had to sort of bundle my way in, really. And yeah. um, comedy seemed to be the way. Um, and then Angelos was part of that um, Dutch Elm show. I, I sort of debuted him in that Dutch Elm show. Right. And then, um, yeah, that went on. That took on its own life. Yeah. You know? Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. <laughs> when you did it first time, was he on his own on stage talking to an yeah. audience or were you doing it with other people as part well, of a sort of sketch or something? It was a sketch. Because ah. uh, Angelos was somebody, somebody I met. He was a okay. real person. I, right. I was going to ask this. Was there yeah. any yeah, influence? Uh, he was a real person and he, um, he had, I, I was doing a role play job um, at um, a prison and and this guy you say a role play in. job were you just we just doing time was the thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a role playing yeah. is a, a criminal role playing is what you call it when you're on a program in prison yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no but you know where they try and recruit prison officers or you know it's like yeah. a corporate role play thing yeah I've, yeah friends have done that yeah yeah it's and it's a good job like you know as a as a as an out of work actor it's a good job you know keeps mm. you keeps the money coming in um 
and so they put them they put the candidates through these series of um role plays rather than do an interview it means you know it means they can get an idea of what they're actually like in these situations right and um and angelos was one of the candidates came in (laughs) to become prison officer actually with that name as well uh, did he have it well his name was I shouldn't really say oh, no. what well, yeah, you don't have to say his actual name. No, because yeah. it's, it's, you know, when you do those jobs, especially those jobs for like prison officers and stuff, you have to sort of sign the official secrets of that. Yeah, I suppose, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've told everyone this story. So I, <laughs> but I shouldn't, I shouldn't say his real name because, no, although no. just to say it wasn't a million miles away from Angela. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. It was very close. Um, but anyway, his, 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 like, his, uh, interview or his role play was so striking yeah. and, and odd that I remembered all of it. And, um, and I had this character sort of, you know, you, I had this series of words in my head hmm. and I, and I, I, it was like, when I finished the day's work, it was like Christmas morning. I, I, I cause I was going to run off to the, to my mates and say, look what I saw today. <laughs> I do this, <laughs> I do this impression. And we were actually doing a sketch show at the time. And they said, you've got to put it in a sketch show. Yeah. I said, there's no way I can put that in the sketch show. It's, it's all sorts of wrong. Mm. Um, <laughs> and they said, they said, no, for, for some reason, it's not, you know, it's mm. not mm. wrong. It's, it's okay for some reason. Yeah. Um, and it was always the bit that, you know, seemed to go the best in the, yeah, in the show. Yeah. So, you know, you sort of, you 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 fall in love with these characters and you think oh well i'm pretty sure i can grow a life for him beyond this little mm. sketch yeah, yeah um yeah and 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 i did do so you do you know if the guy got the job out of interest would you definitely have not he definitely <laughs> didn't get the job yeah, yeah and he came back the next year to have another go oh, and really? failed again yeah yeah right. uh-huh. they, they used to they used to bust them in from the job center right. like to fill their quotas these people have been on you know benefits for some time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and yet you're making a living out of being him I mean, yes there's nothing yeah. ethically wrong with that whatsoever. <laughs> <Ironic>. <laughs> right. do you know what though this is really odd this story because i met him doing you know doing that role play thing mm. and then i was just having a drink in um in a pub in tottenham court road tottenham i think it is um right right at the end of tottenham court road yeah and he walked mm. into the pub right and i was like i mean it's like all the people in london yeah. you walked into the pub and i was like i was like fuck that's angelos yeah. <laughs> i mean that really like, blew my mind and this yeah. and, and check this out this is even weirder yeah. right <laughs> i had gone on stage um you know just trying out different angelos bits and one one time i went on stage and i'd gaffer tape my fingers together like that just to see how that would look <laughs> right. on stage yeah, yeah. you know yeah and i'm walking down the road in piccadilly with my girlfriend at the time and we're just sort of chatting away and all of a sudden this bloke taps my girlfriend on the shoulder and she looks around and she's like that and he goes have you got a flag you got a flag like that <laughs> and i was like <laughs> I was like, that's Angelos. That is, that was yeah. him. It was him yeah. again. How bizarre. And, and, and he had, <laughs> he had tape on his fingers. Fucking hell. It's so that's weird. A, it's a little bit scary. And anyway, right. And he walked off, we were walking off that way and he was walking off that way. And I was so stunned. I was mm. like this. 
I was going, kept looking back and going, that's Angelos, that's Angelos. Yeah. And, he, and he's walking off like that and he kept looking back like this. And eventually, <laughs> eventually he looked back and he went, <laughs> and that was the last, that was the last I ever saw of him. But that's oh, amazing, isn't it? So that's bizarre, incredible. Yeah. 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 Meant to happen, meant to be, it seems. Really, really strange. She is the only woman or person mm. in the whole world that's been touched by Angelos and, and Angelos. the tribute. And the, wow. yeah. and, and the tribute. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. But it must be so nice to have like, I'm sort of accidental, maybe, I know, but to have a character that can have like a sort of life that exists in lots of different things. It's a bit like, you know, yeah. something like Partridge where it can, you know, it just continues. Yeah. And um, do, Yeah, I mean, do, like you well, said, you, you thought you had a bit of life in it. Do you think you ever had an inkling that it would be a thing you'd keep doing for so long? Or? No, no, of course mm. not. You just like you just try stuff don't you you know mm-hmm. it, but it's funny like the life on its own because you because when you build characters or any sort of comedy thing you you go right well these are this is what this character does and mm-hmm. these are the rules and all the rest of it of what mm-hmm. he seems to be and then as you go along you go hold on a minute i've made this bloke up i can, <laughs> he can, he can do whatever yeah. i like yeah. yeah you know and when that when that comes off you go oh right yeah he can he yeah. can Literally right. be whoever you want him to be. But he's such a confident character that you can kind of be anything. He's that sort of character, isn't he? So he, yeah, he's, he's very confident, he but yeah. he's he's also the lowest status in the room. Yeah. So it's yeah. a sort of it's a nice it's a nice fun contrast, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it means when I come on stage, I'm completely unthreatening, and mm. I can say what I like to anybody, you know, yeah. in the front row, and they still think that I'm below them. Right, even yeah. though I'm being quite sharp, you know, yeah, yeah. sharp tongue, you know, but yeah. people for some reason don't mind having the piss taken out of them by Angelos. It yeah, seems yeah. to be okay. It's yeah. weird because I noticed that with Shooting Star, I remember Shooting Stars and you, you used to, con- I mean, out of some quite sort of interesting celebrities you used to be quite harsh with them, but did you ever kind of, kind of get it wrong? I say, should I say like, you know, was there any point where Miss the celebrity went, hang on a minute? <laughs> Um, Do you ever have that moment? Well, the only one that I feel guilty about um, was, um, what was his name? Um, Liza Minnelli's husband, David. David Guest. David Guest. David Guest. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I went up to, because um, it, was, it was Ben Miller, Ulrika oh, yeah. and David Guest. And I went up to Ben Miller and I, and I threatened him. I said, look. She's my bird. If you go anywhere near her, I will, you know, we'll have words, right? And then I walked off back across the, um, back across the studio, and Bob said to me, uh, "Angelos, why didn't you say anything to David?" And I just <laughs> turned and I went, "Well, look at him." <laughs> and, I, <laughs> yeah. and everyone laughed but i felt actually i felt that's one of those yeah. i was woke up in the middle of the night going oh, that's, that's actually quite as horrible really mm-hmm. um but you know well if you're david guest at the I mean, moment yeah and he, he's got to be aware on some level of what oh you thinking, know what you know he was fine as well yeah. because afterwards his manager came up to me and said, "Would you consider doing a road show around Britain with David Guest?" <laughs> really? And I'm like, "Yeah, show me the contract." You yeah. Know. <laughs> Is it like a sort of character that it helps? Because like with shooting stars, and even like when you do stuff with Alex doing the mm. Angelos and Barry stuff, does it help mm. having someone 
to play off and sort of entertain them. Do you know what I mean? Like entertaining Vic and Bob. Or, or yeah, it does. It's good when it's just fun, isn't it? When you've got mm. someone to muck around with. But yeah. equally, um, I like I like being on stage on my own. I like that. But right. I because I because the audience becomes that thing for me. Yes. You know, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. can just I I do quite a lot of referring to the audience and you know and and. Um, playing off of them and asking for their opinions on stuff. And, you know, I quite enjoy that. I really enjoy that sort of live in the yeah, moment yeah. thing where anything can happen, you know? Yeah. And, and to be honest, the rowdier, the better. I like, I like a nice pissed up crowd. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's good fun. Most of the comedy crowds are quite, um, quite, Polite, yeah, they're very they? in, a, in a nice way, but you know, they're, you know, they're lovely. They're, they're key. They're, no, I did your Christmas gig. That's right. That was yeah, rare. That was, yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, there's oh, yeah, was, was a lot of Christmas jumpers. Did, yeah, People was, were bringing in their own alcohol and everything. It was one of those. They were drunk. Yeah, oh, they were yeah. drunk. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? That was but well, it was great fun. I was really fun. enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Really good one. How how did the whole sort of Vic and Bob connection come around? Was it obviously you've been doing Angelos for a while before that? Well, and... this is a good story. Oh. You will like this story. In we go. Here we go. So I'm. Um, I'm doing, uh, I was doing an Armstrong and Miller show. Um, that's their sketch show. Ben, you know, you, you remember that one? It's, yeah. It was the Ben yeah. Miller and um, Zada Armstrong. And, um, mm-hmm. and I was like with Lucy Montgomery. Oh, yeah. And um, we took me, you know, back, there's loads of hanging around doing that stuff. Loads and loads of it. So whilst we were hanging around, I would just basically go up to Lucy and do Angelos <laughs> and say... Luke, look, for Christ's sake, we've got to talk. You know, this is the chemistry is just ridiculous. Um, and I would put notes under her door all the time saying, you know, we must talk and all this and all this stuff. <laughs> and in a non threatening way, you know, she knew, she knew it was character stuff. Um, yeah, Your Honor. Yeah. And um, anyway, she said to me, Bob Mortimer would love that character. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. I I like I love Bob, Vic and Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I first saw Big Night Out in about 1991, that's like, I got that was what I'd imagine it would have been to see like the Sex Pistols at the Free Trade Hall, you know, in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. know, if you were an aspiring musician and and you you saw them and went, mm-hmm. fucking hell, that right, that's that's changed everything. And that's what yeah. it was like for me watching them. And I thought, right, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I've got to do that. Um, yeah. Anyway, so she said, Bob would love that character. So, brilliant. So I went home and um, I got my video camera and set it all up. And I sat on my bed and just, you know, put my gear on. And I said, I was just sent him a message saying, for Christ's sake, Mortimer, this is getting ridiculous now. When are you going to give me a job? You know, I can move boxes from ear to ear and take boxes away and put other boxes where them boxes was. No, I can do this. You know it. Um, I made that for him. And then um, I wrote on a napkin in pencil, um, Mortimer, this is my video at last. Please watch it and give me a job. <laughs> and, I, and I got the envelope and I put, put it in the envelope, scrawled all over the envelope in pencil and nonsense. Yeah. And I sent it to Bob. And, um, and I was thinking to myself, literally just thinking, that was fun. That was a good laugh doing yeah. that. Yeah. And then 
Bob's producer, Lisa Clark, phoned me up the week following week saying, um, do you want to meet Bob? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> and um, so I went down there because they had their offices down in um, uh, Merstham, uh, which is down in uh, near Crawley and out that way, like miles away. Oh, you yeah. Know. Right, yeah. yeah. And I met Bob and he said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I would like to do my own show with all my own characters on but nobody's going to give me that. So why don't you yeah. give me five minutes on one of your shows and that will, you know, really help me out. Yeah. And he said, well, Shooting Stars is coming back. And I said, well, that's perfect. <laughs> That'll do me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, went, he went, woo, 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 hold on. He said, Johnny Vegas can't do it. Uh, I said, okay. I said, I said, yeah, that sounds really good. Uh, he said, well, look, I'll have to come and see you do a gig um so i said well i'm doing one in brighton um and it's a sort of hosting one and i was on stage for about three hours and bob and lisa came and sat right in the front row of this tiny little room and i was like yeah. oh man okay <laughs> so they came and they saw it and then uh, and then afterwards bob said that's really good Dan. do you want to come and muck around in the room with me and Jim, you know, and I'm like, yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. So these little hurdles. And so when I went yeah. to that place, that rehearsal room, there was, there was all set up like shooting stars, all the tables. And right. there was uh, Ulrika and Matt and, um, and, and Jack D and Jim and Bob and some others. And, you know, and, and they just started and, and Bob came up to me beforehand. He said, um, he said, Dan, this is going to be really difficult for you because we all know each other. So you just have to chip in, I'm afraid. And he said, but that's what it will be like. I'm like, oh, all right. So it was like, it was hard. I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Okay. Hmm. Um, so I went off and put my hair down and put my anorak on and I sat next to Ulrika. And they all started chatting and, you know, banter and all the rest of it. And I thought shit, if I don't jump in here, I'm going to just freeze. So I just mm. banged my hand on the table and went, mm. I said, has this started? Because I've got to go. I've got a car on the beach. <laughs> are we doing this or what are we doing? <laughs> and they all looked at me. <laughs> then they just started firing questions at me and I was answering them. And then, um, and then yeah, and Bob said, yeah, that was very good. Yeah, we'll be in touch. And then they called me up and said, you know, do you want to, do you want to do it? I'm like, yes. Um, but every, every episode I did, I was just like, I, I thought the BBC are just going to tap me on the shoulder in a minute and just say, it was nice of you to come, but that's, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Off you go. But it never happened. Yeah. Never happened. Right. Yeah. So did, did Matt Lucas, because Matt Lucas was there at the beginning because you were sort of on the panel and then yeah. you became the, the George Dawes. Mm person did that did was that just a natural thing because he left or yeah that was it he just you know he, he he wasn't he couldn't do i think he was busy and he couldn't do the next series and so um bob just said um, i was in the office one day and bob just said oh dan you're gonna be the scorer on the next season i was like <laughs> oh fuck all right okay yeah just yeah you know then you just get on with it don't you but it's like ultimate freedom, though, that role, isn't it? Because then you can kind of just be in your own world, doing your own thing I mean, that was the, that the, was the beauty of it. The whole thing was they, um, you know, I, I, they let me on their show and then they said, you can do whatever you like, you know. 
But I would, because you, 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 you'd rehearse in the afternoon, you'd try stuff out. Um, and, then, um, and then if it didn't work in front of the crew, they didn't laugh. You knew that, that you know, it wasn't, it wasn't going in, it wasn't staying in, you had to rewrite something. And there was a right. few times that I'd do something and Bob, I'd just see Bob walking over in the corner from my eye and Bob would go, Dan, Dan, don't shoot me or anything, but what you just did was shit. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'd rather, I'd rather know that than, mm. you know, yeah. they're very, yeah. they're lovely, Jim and Bob, absolutely lovely people. Um, yeah. Just, you know, authentic and they live it and they're, they're mm. really funny and, and really, really nice. So it was, yeah. yeah, obviously, you know, a massive pleasure. And I got to meet the Stone Roses as well, right. which was um, a lovely byproduct. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's yeah. also, it's the perfect sort of positioning for the character. It's like, it's the perfect people to be working with. It just all sort of makes sense. So even like when you were taking those little steps, I don't know, it's sort of, I know we know the answer, but it sort of makes sense that that would follow because it just, it just and, and the kid inside, you must be like, fucking hell, I'm working with the people. Yeah, well, that's it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You don't actually believe what's happening to you no i start to get i said strange feelings i was like i started getting scared on planes and stuff because right. um i thought it's so unlikely that that could happen to me mm. being on shooting stars mm. what is the other unlikely things that could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. could come yeah. down in a plane yeah yeah you know it's so it's really it messes your mind up a bit but mm. and then then after a while you just start to embrace it and it's great fun yeah do you think you would have ever done like stand up without a character? Has it always been? Has it always been a character? Um, well, I was doing or... character um, double acts, and um, I think I probably would have. Yeah, I would have got out on the stage. I don't think I would ever have been me, no. Dan, because I don't. Yeah. Ever, I don't. I've got anything to say, but you know, I don't. I don't think it. I just prefer sort of sketch and character stuff. I prefer mm. being other people. And, you know, you find what you're always looking for, I find, is the funniest expression of comedy within yourself, you mm. know, yeah. the funniest way you can possibly be on stage. And mm. at the moment, I mean, I, I'm working on some other stuff which I really, really love, but live on stage on my own, Angelos seems to be the funniest way that I can be. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's he's my he's essentially my clown. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You now, without getting technical, these are these are just these are just things you realise after you've done it. You know, when yeah. you people mm. talk to you about, you know, Golier and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. And they go, yeah. Finding your clown, and none, yeah. none of these things even occurred to me. I didn't know no. any of that stuff until people said, "Oh, you're doing this," mm. and I'm going, "Oh, right. Well, there you go. You know." Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just it, it just it just you know, it's a, it was instinctive, but hmm. it kind of just was instinctive. Yeah. I mean, it's based on everything you grow up with and everything you watch and all those things you connect with. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it just, it's got to come from somewhere, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah I'm sure you, you pair find that as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it's so sort of lovely to sort of essentially make a career out of something that was self-generated. So, you know, the yeah. thing that you invented, I think that's such a nice, and I guess that probably gives you, hopefully gives you the confidence to do, to try other things, like trust yeah. instincts, like you say. Well, it does. I mean, it gives you the confidence to do it, and, but also it's a little bit of a um, double-edged sword because you think, well, Angelus has been very, very successful hmm. and I don't know how successful I can be with other stuff I try. 
Yeah. So you have to stop trying to be successful and you just have to do stuff that you inside. Like when I first started doing Angelos, I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is like feels absolutely right. You know, mm. connects with me absolutely right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it has to come from, it has to come from in there, didn't it? Rather, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. rather than up there. Yeah. yeah. And you know, when you, when you're doing something, you go, oh yeah, this is good. And yeah. that's, that's all mm. it ever is. And I and I think if you have that feeling, then you then you commit to it, and then you just keep keep it going and keep it and working on it and working on it. Yeah. If it's if it's if you're trying to grind metal on metal in mm. your in your head and going, mm, I'm sure this is funny if I say this. Yeah. Then it's probably, you know, probably just take a bit of shifting around until you find the bit that's really. It's truth, isn't it? That's what yeah, you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Has it been a in any way a hindrance is probably a bit too harsh, but has it been in any way sort of difficult then going for other roles and things like that and doing other acting jobs have people kind of looked no. at you and gone, Oh, you do I mean, that I don't thing. think so. I don't th- I mean for me it's not for me, because I can yeah. just uh, you know, I, 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 it's just it, you just worry about how you're perceived. That's what I mean. You know? Yeah. So how people perceive you, not so much. But what I you don't. Can do, know. I mean, but... it doesn't stop me getting castings and all that's, and that's good, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. But it's not. You know, that's. It's not as fulfilling as writing your own stuff yeah, and yeah. making and making your own stuff. That is the. You know, that's that's really, that's really good fun. And being yeah. in someone else's stuff, is great as well. Yeah. Um, you know. But it's, because I mean, for a start, it's less responsibility. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's as rewarding. Yeah, yeah. You um, know? But also, I think like if you if you were concerned about how you're perceived, I mean, you're very, I mean, you're very like I would say people like Kevin Eldon, um, who are mm. like very clear. Sep- you know, you like for example the character you do in House of Falls is a very different but very clear character, which I you know yeah. it's my favourite character in it. In fact, we, yeah, but, like we loved um, it. Yeah, let's get that. Makes makes me laugh yeah. every time, every line. Basically, yeah. Um, oh bless you. We came but, to see that um, being recorded. Actually, did we, you? That, yeah, yeah. We, we just enough, about yeah. the. I think it was my first time I'd ever been to see a TV show being recorded live, but it was um yeah, that it was, was great. It was good really, one second to go episode, and see. I think. Yeah, I mean that was yeah that was great fun as well. Brilliant. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I presume that just came about as a result of having done the other stuff. Yeah, no, and, they just yeah. asked me to like, do you want to do this? You know, and I went, yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that was good fun. Um, and then yeah, that, and then I was doing sort of serious acting and serious parts and some very serious stuff. Um, you know, it's nice to sort of dip your toe in that. And yeah, yeah. And now I'm and 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 I I stopped doing Angelos live for for quite a long time. I just I thought I just can't hmm. be this bloke anymore, you know, <laughs> just for a, a period of time. Hmm. So I I think it was about two years, two or three, maybe longer, three or three or four years. I stopped doing any Angelos live stuff, and then one day somebody caught me cold and said, "Do you want to come and do a gig?" Right. And I was like, "Yeah, all right, go on then." <laughs> So I did it and I was like, oh, this is nice. And then the sort of taste came back again. Yeah. And then I thought, right, okay, I'm going to do this for a little while. Yeah, and yeah. so I just, I'd just done a, a solo, my first solo Edinburgh show um, last year um, for about, I don't know, nine years, something right. like that. Um, that and it was, was that. great. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Much better show than the last time I went up. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you well, you just get better at writing. You know. Yeah. 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 You just you just learn how to do it better, and you learn. It's funny writing live Angelos stuff because there's so many perspectives you have to write it from. You have to you have to write it. It has to sound like Angelos. It's something that would happen to Angelos. Right. Yeah. And and it has and the audience have to believe yeah. that it's something that Angelos would say because hmm. you know immediately if you say something they know it's not like even a thought process it's a it's a thing hmm. where the audience will just go no it doesn't that yeah, doesn't sound yeah. that doesn't sound real it doesn't sound yeah, authentic yeah. you know and they yeah. won't laugh and it's not because hmm. um they thought about it there is just it just gets rejected on a subconscious level hmm. you know it's really yeah. weird it's the truth thing, isn't it? Like you say, things just ring mm. true. They they match. But I think that's what what's so lovely. Like because also working with Alex Lowe doing Barry from Watford because Barry from Watford is another one of those characters that definitely exists in his universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a real, yeah. it's a yeah. real thing. Um, so yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. It must be nice to do that sort of thing and to play off each other as well with someone who's oh, similarly. I mean, that's just you know, that's just there's just absolute joy. Yeah. Well, we we do this basically. We just turn the microphone on and and turn the. Uh, the 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 recorder on and mm. we go what we're going to talk about and then and then we don't even think about it yeah we just start talking together and then yeah. off we go and it just always goes somewhere and after half an hour we stop right. <laughs> yeah yeah is that how that relationship started as a podcast was that no it those started it started alex was doing um, an internet radio show on a station called foobar oh yeah oh, yeah um, yeah and he had to three he had to fill three hours a week so um, he rang me up one day and said, Dan, will you just talk to me as Angelos for 15 minutes just to take up some time? Yeah. And I said, okay. And he phoned me up and we chatted. And we'd never done it before. Uh, Angelos had never spoken to Barry and, right. you know. Um, and afterwards I was like, oh, well, that was great fun, wasn't it? And he said, yeah, it was. I said, well, look, why don't I come in and present the show with you next week? And he said, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so I went in and we presented loads of shows together. Um, and then, and then that all went wrong, uh, foobar. And then someone said, come and do a podcast. So we went and do it, did a podcast and that was that, you know, that we had a huge audience for, for quite a long time there. Yeah. And then something else went wrong with that podcast and we had to change, change the name of the podcast and take it diff, to a different provider. And I think we lost all our original audience. And so we just built right. it up again. Yeah. But I mean, it's the same old shit, same old material. Good fun, but we've done two live shows as well, um, two structured written shows, and countless live podcasts as well. And that's right. all. That's Wait, all were you, weren't you doing one when this all happened, this lockdown situation, or did you just finish doing a tour? Or I'd finished doing a solo tour, ah. and I was just booking in, and because I just wanted to dip my toe back in the water as Angelo's solo stuff. Mm. And um, I'd done a load of that sort of before Christmas. And I was going to, I was, I was going to do another one in the autumn, but then, mm. I, then I found out we're going to have another baby then. So I thought oh, right. I'd better, best not do that. <laughs> um, so it's being booked for early next year. Right. Ah, so that's good. That's who I'm confusing it with. As Alex was doing a tour, wasn't he? That's yeah, Alex was doing oh, Clinton, 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 Clinton stuff, tour. Of course, yeah. biggest tour in bloody history. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's massive, isn't it? Yeah, I know it's huge that. tour. Tons of dates yeah, on yeah. there. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, amazing. 
was going to ask as well, um, I clocked one of the things you've done, uh, it was like the phone-ins for Partridge for like Mid-Morning Matters. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Just sort of interested, like the mechanics of that, how that works. Do you, are are well, you on a phone nearby or...? No, they, no, you go into a studio and it's all right. like they give you a of bit course. of paper yeah. and say, this is what you're going to say. Uh, do you know what? I did that. Um, I did that phone in stuff. And it was ages before I saw it and I'd forgotten I'd done it. <laughs> and I was watching it on the television and, I, and, and they were doing the phone in bit. And I was and I was like, I was double taking going, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten. It was really weird. And I was like, fuck. And, and, I, and I laughed at what I did. Right. So that was a bonus. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it like working with um, Steve Coogan with that sort of character as well? Is it? Uh, well, was it... you don't work. When you do that, it's you, you go in a studio and you're with um, the, the Gibbons brothers who write right. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they just, I mean, they, they, I think Steve just comes in and I'm sure he's all over it, you know, in terms yeah. of, but I think they are sort of. They're right, they're right across everything. So they just mm. give you the, the, the script and you go into a booth and they play the bit in and you just, you know, you say your bits and then uh, then they mix it all together. Somewhere oh, else. so it's not a live, you're not actually doing it with Steve or are you? No, no, no. Same? You do you do your bit and then they, um, they, they mix it with Steve's voice. Right. That's interesting. Sorry, it comes sorry to kill the magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, with the nature of Steve Coogan, I thought it might be more sort of improv in, involved in that. But I guess well, that it stuff, sounds like of... it is improv, yeah. but it's but it's it's you know, it's not. It, it's mm. I'm sure his stuff is. And yeah. I think yeah, when yeah. you speak to Tim uh, mm. Key, he's I think he says he does an awful lot of improv, like in this, in when they're filming. Yeah, but um, because you know because of the mechanics of actually getting people to record their voices and oh. everyone being in the room at the same time. Yeah. It's not possible to do that. You just have to, you just have to record what's there and then they would just mix it all together. Mm. And it sort of makes sense. You forgot about it then. Cause I thought if you'd actually sort of done it with him, that you'd be more inclined to remember, but if it's just like a going to a studio. Yeah. yeah. I, thing, I would, uh, I would definitely have remembered that. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise it's like an yeah. Alzheimer's test. It's like, do you, do you know the point? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I was working with yeah. Steve Coogan. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I met Steve in Edinburgh once and, um, you know, you got that sort of performer's um, fear all the time of the, mm. you know, the projects that you've done, you know, are working or how they're perceived. And mm. and it was after Alpha Papa, the film. Oh, yeah. And I've been to see that. It was a hilarious film. It was, it was really, yeah. really funny. Yeah. And I said to him, I said to him, that was really funny, that film. Mm. And he just looked like this when, yeah, yeah, we got away with that. We got away with it. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, oh man, it's reassuring. Yeah. All the same, you only, yeah, you know, you only yeah. ever sort of, you just sort of clutching, clutching yeah. to the rock face by your fingernails all the time. It's like imposter you know, syndrome. Where you get it? to, yeah, funny business, isn't it? But I'm doing a new podcast now. Oh yeah, what, what's yeah. that? It's called um, Brian and Roger, and mm-hmm. it's with Harry Peacock. Who you may know has Ray purchased from Toast. Yes. Of London. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's it's I don't know, it's why it's 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 the project after Angelos that I, that I have gone. This is this is the thing I really like now. This is right. what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've done four series of it, and we, I mean, not to blow our own trumpets, but we nominated for 
best comedy in the British Podcast Awards and best fiction, which is nice. Oh, yeah, and what it is, is it's two divorced men. Um, one of them is really, really vulnerable. Hmm. And the other one is um, very, he's like a predatory psychopath, essentially. <laughs> and they leave voicemail messages on the phone, on each other's phones. Right. Um, and that's how the story is told. Um, and they're only like 15 minutes long, but okay. Brian always cajoles Roger into doing something for him. And it always ends tragically for Roger. Right. And that, but he's so vulnerable and is so in need of help that he oh. sticks by Brian no matter what. So mm. it's very, it's, it's really sort of heartbreaking and tragic and funny all at the same time. And it's, it's mm. one of those sort of things that you would make in your mid forties, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Having those layers of life just stuck on you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's gone really well. Yeah. So that's the latest thing. Do you find like um, a sense of relief when you have something new that's a different character? Because like comparing against yourself, do you find yourself thinking, mm. well, what happens next? What do I do? Will something? Yeah, yeah you do. You level? do sort of think, what am I going to do next? And there's a lot of exploring around. You know, you have to you have to put the put the effort in to find out what it is you find yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. You know what, what you yeah. like. You know, um, and and not to be derivative and. And, and you just don't know. You don't know what's around the corner. You just have to keep, you just have to keep looking. But it has to be, it's not, it's, it's just, I mean, it has to be fun, doesn't it? I think yeah, that's yeah. the, yeah. that's the main, that's the main thing. Cause if it isn't fun, it's just, it's not possible to do it yeah. for, yeah. for an extended period of time. You, you just lose your drive and mm. you know, there were, you, you couldn't see any future in it. And mm. so you just give up. So it has to be fun and, you know, and you have to be able to see a development. I think yeah. you have to be able to yeah. see a way that you can go, right, well, I'll, I'll do this and then I'll do that. And then I'll do so with this Brian and Roger thing, we were about to, we were working with the many a chocolate factory, a theater in London bridge, yeah. you know, to do a live show and then COVID hit. So we, mm. you know, we, we obviously that's God knows when we're going to be able to do that but we've written a script for a channel. And so, you know, it's sort of, it's go, it's taking on the life that I hoped it would. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, this virus has put a spanner in the works of everything. So mm. um, we just have to see what happens, but um, yeah. you know, the beauty of it is that we can just, we record the whole podcast um, literally on our phones and our voicemail. Right. So I send him a message and then he sends me one back. <laughs> and so we've got about 15 messages and then we just send them off to the producer. He mixes them all together and that's the episode. So we can right. do that virus or no virus. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, th right I, timing. I don't know if Glenn probably feels the same, but there's a sense of like, in a positive way, jealousy, because you, your career seems to follow a thing where you follow an idea you really want to do. The thing like you said about having fun, it, it does definitely show. I think that's what yeah. makes watching like, say you with Barry or any of those things or like House of Fools makes it entertaining is the fact you can tell you're enjoying it i think and yeah um, i think it has to be that way yeah isn't it yeah i mean otherwise what i mean what's the point of doing well, yeah, it exactly. i mean i've had some really dodgy experiences in my time mm. doing tv shows and what have you yeah where where they say it's a comedy and you go yeah but this is not fun at no. all no yeah. Yeah, i don't exactly. know yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand you know it really messes with your head at that point because mm. you go, I've worked all really hard to get to do this. And this is, you know, this is not, 
this is not very much fun. No. Um, so, you know, you have to work out your own way of, of, mm. of making it. If it's fun, it's usually working. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. You know? And I guess that's just, that's, that's the job it. aspect of it, isn't it? Some things are going to be like that and you just get past them and find, you know, find a way of making it work for you. But it's like yeah. you've got that outlet to do all those things that obviously do inspire you. Yeah. And, I think you have to, I think you have to work, uh, I think you have to work at it, you know, you have to, Hmm. I think it's a, it's a long and accumulative effect, I think, you know, you have to find it, you have to keep finding it. I'm writing an Angelos film as well. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. And that's been going on for for quite a long time, but I've got a script commission, which is great. But I mean, that's like a, this, that's just a, that's like a, just a new challenge, you know, Right. parts of doing, parts of doing that are not fun. Right. Yeah. That is that is like pulling your hair out and you have to, I have to anyway, I'm sure people, other people find it much easier than me. I have to find a reason sometimes to turn the computer on to, to do that. Yeah. But you know, and it's easier for me than just to shove it in the bin and just go, I'll just write a few more live jokes. Cause it's just, I know that I can go out and perform those, you know, tomorrow night and see what happens. But film is just an endless, like, you know, an endless sort of journey of like, I've got no idea what will happen. I've, I've no idea if anyone will even make this. So mm. you have to do have you, a bit of faith as well, I suppose. Do you have aspects yeah. of it that you sort of hand over now? Or are you someone that's sort of, because you know the character so well, you know what you want to do that you, is it? Or... No, I, 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 uh, I wouldn't, <laughs> I haven't got anyone to hand it over to. <laughs> yeah. um, and yeah. I think if you, you have to just do these things all yourself, no matter where, Hmm. where you're at you know hmm. um because it, it's that's just how it is it's, it's yeah yeah it's just you have to just you know you, you you've got no choice i don't think you've got to, no. it's like climbing up a mountain and seeing an overhang and going oh fuck i've got to get i've got to get past <laughs> that i can't yeah i can't turn around there's no yeah. choice i have to i have to it's going to be horrible yeah you know and that's it has you have to do it yeah. you know that comes from somewhere i don't know that bit but you know it's that pushing yourself thing isn't it and doing things you maybe didn't quite ever expect you would do and then each little yeah. step sort of yeah but up. you do that and then you get to a place and you go yeah well i didn't want to do this <laughs> yeah. i've got, yeah. I've got yeah. no choice to do you know if i want mm. to do that then i've got to do this Is bit it? yeah you know those are strange lessons to learn i suppose do you, do you think it's something you see yourself that, with that character for a long long time do you think he'll get you know he'll he'll grow older with you or do, do you just not know? I don't know. I mean, goes. obviously, that's sort of a question I ask. But I mean, you get well. I don't know. I mean, it yeah. all comes down to like, you know, I go out on stage and I do my stuff, and people laugh, and I think, well, if mm. if if that keeps happening, then then you know, I'll keep doing this. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it, as long as I can f- keep finding new ways of doing it you know hmm. and i guess that's just jokes isn't it it's just jokes it's writing yeah. and, um, and i suppose it's things like doing a film and that sort of like that take it in different directions as well i suppose but yeah yeah it's sort of, yeah. yeah you have to be very um open-minded to just you know learn to tap dance or something you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right well I'm, you know i think you'll be a juggler now or it yeah. is yeah. whatever you know reinvention isn't it all the time yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah and i suppose has it always been a thing where you sort of never really quite had a plan and it's just gone a certain way or did you absolutely absolutely i never had a plan i certainly didn't plan on 
you know, you sort of sometimes look around and go, oh, right. This yeah. is this not, yeah. how could you ever plan that? How could well, yeah, you ever yeah. plan to come up with Angelos yeah. and go on a, go on a, it sort of comes from a funny old place, isn't it? And it almost um, like chose you because like you're in a situation where he walked in and then you're yeah, like, oh, I've crazy. got to do yeah, something yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah, which, is, yeah, yeah. which is wonderful, yeah. really. Funny yeah. business. I mean, it's, you know, you don't want to, you know, you, you don't analyze it all too no. much, but um, it's just, you have to just, I don't know, just, just absorb it, I suppose, and just mm. enjoy it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, I find it envious that I love when people have a character that has that sort of longevity, again, like Partridge is a really good example where, you know, mm. and again, obviously he never intended that to be what it was. It was like a incidental character yeah, exactly. in, in On the Hour and stuff. But it just, yeah, it's it's, it's lovely. People that, can't get enough of Partridge. They cannot no. get enough of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know. And like, even like I'm Alan Partridge is years ago now, isn't it? It was like the late, mid to late 90s, was it? Yeah. So well, it's, yeah. Mid 90s. It, it was like the chat show, the original yeah. Oh, yeah, chat yeah. show was... Mm. He yeah, was about I mean, 26, I think, when he made that, I believe. Unbelievable. Um, which is crazy, yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah you, you, I mean, you, you're the same in the sense that you've got a character like that, that I think, that really exists in its universe. And I think that's great. That's one thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a strange, it's a slightly strange, you know, proposition because Alan Partridge mm. is so obviously, and like David mm. Brent, you know, they're so mm. obviously those types of people you know, right. and and they're television people. You know. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Angelos is just a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, he's just a bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and you you know, people aren't gonna. Uh, he's not. They, they won't put him on TV very much. You know. No. Uh, but Vic and Bob were probably the only people that would have done in that context. Um, so live will be the place that he really sort of exists out of thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and it's. You know, and that's great because I can just do what I like, and and mm. I can be, I can be as creative as I want, and yeah, yeah. You know, as long as I make a room full of people laugh, that's mm. that's all I care about, really. Yeah, yeah. We should probably probably leave it there. We but should, thank yes, thank you, but... thanks so much, Dan, for doing this. And it's very really interesting Pleasure. to hear, and and yeah, it's for us doing all these interviews. It's quite inspiring because we talk to lots of people that we really, we really like and do stuff they really like, and it's it's nice to hear the sort of excitement and the care about it as well. You know, from yeah. all of you, yeah. So I thanks. do care about it actually. It's yeah. it's yeah. interesting to talk to you guys because you because you know when you it's only when you speak to people you go oh, actually I am very <laughs> enthusiastic about doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do really <laughs> like it. You know, yeah. because sometimes you can be pulling your hair out. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's good to just remind yourself that it's good fun. Yeah, it's like a bit like you were saying about the clown thing and not realizing what you're doing. Yeah, sometimes it does take a conversation with someone to go, "Oh yeah, no, actually, I do enjoy this." You know? Yeah, so yeah, 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 it's funny. But, yeah, but and just yeah. to sort of get the enthusiasm going. Yeah, no, it's good fun. It is good, especially fun. when you haven't done it on stage for a while as well. You've been sort of having to sit. Everyone, no one's been. There's been no audiences recently and that sort of thing. So it's yeah, yeah, nice to, wait, nice to remind yourself. We've just got in the chat <laughs> that we've got going on here. Uh, Pete Haynes says, "Thanks, Dan. Always good to hear someone talk about enjoying their job." So there we go. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, Pete. Hope you enjoy your job as well. But yeah, thanks so much, Dan. This has been yeah, great. And come, come, it's a pleasure, when, guys. When we're allowed to do a gig again, we'll invite you back. Come back to here. I would love to come yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. You too. Yeah, you too. And I'll see you soon. I hope. Yeah. See you soon. Thank you, Dan. Take care. All right, see lads. You see you later. Cheers. Bye. 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 So there we go. That was Dan Renton Skinner. Certainly was. Yeah. Uh, and like we say, very interesting chat. Really, yeah, really, really good. good. Um, yeah. 
uh, once again, and I said this in the last episode, we're sort of really fortunate. I mean, it's the one good thing to come out of this uh, scenario that we're in as we're recording this, the whole um, lockdown thing. Um, But, you know, we would never have had these sort of chats and this level of detail with these people. And uh, and so many people doing it in quick succession. You know, we haven't recorded any for about five years and we've done something like six or seven in like a couple of weeks it's crazy yeah we, yeah we have yeah and i hope people are enjoying them i hope people have enjoyed that chat tonight i mean i definitely for for us as um comedy writer performers but also just comedy fans it's just nice mm. to talk to someone who is so good at what they do and find out mm. their process and how it all go, comes about and i hope people find it funny as well and find it entertaining because it i think it is i think it has been um yeah, of course, Definitely, but right. it is yeah. it's the it's the interest of the, the detail of it, yeah, you know? and also like sort of acting fans. It's 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 good to you know, I mean, I I suspected as much because he's a very truthful actor. I think what he does comes from a very real place. Yeah, um, but it's nice to see that that is the thing that drives him, that drives his choices as his character, that drives yeah. like he was saying about the lines. You know, you could have a funny line, but it wouldn't necessarily work for the character, and that's you know, and the thing about like where he said it was coming from, and you. Probably, probably because he was he was visualizing it, but he was sort of putting it in his like stomach, because he's saying you sort of got to come from here it's rather true. than yeah. your head. Yeah, and absolutely. I understand that completely. It's like that trust in you know a bit feeling grounded with it, and yeah, it's, it's very interesting, very interesting indeed. Really interesting um, for yeah. us, if no one else. Absolutely, um, we yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, it's just an excuse to talk to these people, and and we're going to use that excuse. Um, Why not? But yeah, if you did enjoy it and you haven't heard any of our previous episodes, there's uh, loads of them up there. Uh, some we recorded, uh, you know, well, basically over the last sort of eight years or so. Um, yeah. Uh, but you'll find them probably where you found this. But, in, you know, all the, all the usual podcasty places look up more than Mostly Comedy. Also visit our website, mostlycomedy.co.uk, where you'll find um, uh, links to it all and also more information about our gigs as and when we do them. Yeah, absolutely. Which hopefully, maybe by the time you're listening to this, we will be doing them again. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. Or you could be listening to it in some sort of Mad Max scenario where there's just nothing there, or apocalyptic. Well, who this knows? is it? Who knows? Who knows what's, what's going on could at the be moment? But, listening uh, from a different planet when we've like been moved there because it's wow. you know virus free or something. It's the nice thing or, about these recordings. I don't know if that, that's a nice image, but it's nice that they will <laughs> yeah. just they will just carry on. <laughs> they will just be there. They'll, they'll outlive us. That they, in theory. But I, I mean, I don't know who's going to be like hosting them for us then as in like putting up the files and stuff i suppose it's I just, yeah i mean we'll who's have to be paying some sort for of that legacy thing going yeah this is it but, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i didn't want to bother uh, paying for that would they who bother paying for that yeah who do why why would you you go well, yeah. i need to pay for this i don't care uh, i don't know yeah. we'll have to think we'll have to think about that as we get a bit older Glenn. we we'll have to yeah. work out how we protect our our legacy yes yeah legacy. whatever that is yeah um but yeah, thank you for listening uh, and hopefully we'll have you back with us again and uh, take care of yourselves and each other, just Absolutely. like Jerry Springer used to say. Yeah, thanks very much for listening. Bye.